Hello and welcome to the Movies We've Never Seen podcast. This podcast does contain occasional strong language and adult themes. If you are averse to spoilers for the film that is listed in the title, please tune out now, go watch the movie, or, like us, stop at the intermission, watch the movie, and resume the podcast after. This episode also contains spoilers for The Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 2003 and The Ritual. Thanks for coming along on this ride with us. Please enjoy. There's a sense of um, a pleasure to know that you've gotten to that place. The audience is bubbling. Something has been released in a way that scared the, the, the bejesus out of them. Our repeated visits to the horror picture were certain laws that happened to apply to all horror pictures. He doesn't tell you everything, but now you're getting a sense of where this conspiracy lies. The innocent must suffer. It's very much about sort of the ride, the scares. I never watched the film with that in mind. If there's a good scare and it's working, they'll shriek. They'll shriek their heads off it in unison. No one had seen anything like this. We came to realize there was a second law governing all horror pictures, and that was the guilty must be punished. But the people who needed to see it hadn't seen it yet. Just make it as bad for the characters as possible. The, the continuous sort of escalation of just getting worse and worse and worse. We found there was a third law and that is that you must taste blood to be a man. And he had no character. He was blank. He was simply evil. The fourth law exists, that the dead must walk. But we're still, uh, we're still testing that law in our research labs to see if it holds true in all cases. You could call him Mr. Halloween. We journey into the mind of a master of horror. Hello and welcome to another very spooky episode of the Movies We've Never Seen podcast. I'm your host, Mike. I am joined by Michael. How you doing, Michael? I'm doing good. And yourself? I can't speak, apparently. <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to cut that out. It's not going to make any kind of sense, so <laughs> do with that what you will. Uh, but today, for this most spooky of seasons, Ooh. we're continuing our trend of watching <laughs> spooky movies and filling at least in the blind spots of what I haven't seen. For the most part, everyone else, because they're, you know, good cinema goers, uh, have seen. But uh, we're going to get into the movie that we're going to talk about today. But before we do that, I want to ask you a question. Okay. What is your favorite scary movie? Oh, <laughs> do you like popcorn with your movies? Um, my Let favorite... Let me guess. Is it Nightmare on Elm Street? It is... No, it oh, is not. Okay. Um, that was a continuation of that whole oh, line. Oh, God. So what's bad is I haven't seen the original Nightmare on Elm Street all the way through in one sitting. Um, but I have seen the remake, which does not have Robert Engla Eng England. England. In England. I think it? it's just, I think it's England, England or with England. A U. I've, heard, I've heard it pronounced both like England or England. Okay, I don't yeah. know. The only reason I remember that it's him is uh, last night, completely unrelated and not answering your question still, uh, we watched Lake Placid, the final chapter, which Ooh. has him as, a, it's not a good movie. It's like, ooh, I think it's the third or fourth in the Lake Placid series. It's also not the final chapter. I want to say, I don't think I've actually seen me... <sighs> You know, I've seen a Lake Placid, but mm -hmm. I don't know which one it was. It was like on TV in my at my yeah. dorm in college, <laughs> and it was on in the background, and I kind of mostly paid attention to it. It could have been the first one, 
Or it could have been, you know, like the second or third, or I don't know when mm. the fourth one came out. But uh, recently enough that the special, no, actually, no, that I have no bearing on when it actually came out. It was bad. It was really bad. And I, I don't, I think Robert England just decided, you know what? I'm going to be in whatever I want to be because I'm Freddy fucking Krueger, okay? Like, did you see the episode of Psych that he was in where he just, I think they just recreated scenes from Nightmare on Elm Street films, but he's a janitor at a school. So it's yeah, just... I, I've seen clips of that. I, I never was as big into Psych as I was into like Monk or yeah. The Mentalist. Oh, yeah. Or, or uh, yeah, Monk, The Mentalist, other stuff. Yeah, Psych was kind of like, oh, this is very samey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not going to watch this one because <laughs> it's actually almost directly right in between Monk and, and honestly, and yeah, the, uh, mentalist. the mentalist. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, there really wasn't a space from in my heart for that at the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. But I've seen, I've seen a lot of the bits of that episode because it's like, oh man, like yeah. you, you hang out in at least film Twitter for a long time. <laughs> and especially in horror sphere Twitter, which back in the day on my old account mm-hmm. uh, that got banned ripping pepperonis. Uh, <laughs> but on that account, I would basically, you know, I followed like the jaded viewer, mm-hmm. like shout out to him who got me into a lot of like the modern horror stuff. Yeah. Um, Planet of Terror. Uh, I can't remember. There was like another guy who's uh, he's, I know him on Twitter as the Mike. <laughs> but I don't remember what his blog was. But it was like mm-hmm. that whole horror blogosphere yeah. people. And so I, I think one of them actually shared clips from that episode and did like a whole blog <laughs> yeah. spot on it. So I'm like, I've seen that. Anyway, that's okay. a very long way of me saying yes. <laughs> okay. What was the question? My favorite scary movie? Yes. Mm. Now, this isn't Ooh. necessarily a horror film. Yeah. What's, what's your favorite scary movie? Oh, gosh. That's really... That's really hard. It's so easy for me to default back to Alien is just so mind-bogglingly good to me. Um, I can't say Aliens 2, which we've done on the podcast, and is much more of an action movie than Alien Mm. is. It it has Um, its moments where it is tense, but I don't think I would ever say that it's super scary. Yeah, no. Not compared to Aliens. Like, Or Alien. Alien, yeah. Singular. (laughs) Singular. Um, that's such a, I, I, I'm probably going to end up just like, you know, slam it down on, um, Alien because I love that movie so much. But uh, if I had to throw another one out there as like, a, I can't pick Alien because it's, I don't know, too cosmic space horror-y, I don't know, for whatever reason, a good scary movie. I really like the Conjuring movies. Mm. Um, the ones that are like in the main line of it, not the odd ones that are in the conjuring universe but are not great like i think la la rona the curse of la la rona was one of them i think james wan does a really good job at that sort of like popcorn horror mm-hmm. where it's like okay we're we're taking jump scares we're just mm-hmm. making this be like more of a like not even necessarily a slasher film like which was popular in the early 2000s like the mm-hmm. whole sort of gore house revisiting yeah. of stuff like the eli roths the rob zombies all of mm-hmm. that stuff that was happening but like james wan i guess even james wan did the original saw so mm, yeah. yeah so james wan was part of that but i think he more than anyone took what was happening there in that mm-hmm. early like gore house like reawakening of horror and then turned it into like i'm gonna be the guy that makes the popcorn horror flicks mm-hmm. i think to this day my favorite and I've, I've only seen really a handful i think probably of james wan films but i think my favorite one is actually aquaman because i think he's <laughs> actually a better big budget action director 
because some of the little horror things that he does creeps through, mm-hmm. but he also has a really good flair for like the popcorn cinema. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I follow. I guess for me, but I've said it before, I think my favorite scary movie is probably just honestly Scream or mm-hmm. I Know What You Did Last Summer. Also a good one, Because yeah. those are, again, in that vein of like, those are like the 90s scary popcorn flicks, right? It was yeah. before really horror really came back in mm-hmm. the 2000s. But it was sort of that like, ah, yes, we're self-aware. We're kind mm-hmm. of tongue-in-cheek about things. And we do jump scares. It was like watching <laughs> yeah. a long episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but <laughs> with actual real scares. I'm, I'm behind that, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's probably what I would say is that sort of like the 90s, maybe even like Candyman even. It's been Ooh. a while since I've seen Candyman. That one's artsier, I would say. That than, one's that yeah. one's more on the hor- like the like the headier artsier thing, but it does yeah. have scares in it. But I think <laughs> I think you're yeah, you're right. I, the soundtrack I probably, for that one is Philip Glass, so it's got to be artsy. At yeah, some point. I, which I like Candyman, and mm-hmm. I want to go back movie. and revisit it. But yeah, I think you're right. I think honestly, like I'm remembering it as being scarier than it is. But I think yeah, it's definitely for me probably just honest to God the first scream or. Uh, I know what you did last summer. I mean, I guess another, a few other honorable mentions. I mean, like, which is more definitely horror, but like mm-hmm. 28 Days Later. I mean, yeah, that, that scares yeah. the bejeebas out of me. Like, <laughs> dude, it, fast it really zombies. Is, They're dude, bad. I know a lot of people don't like fast zombies, mm-hmm. but man, in the actual situation where you yeah. have to deal with fast <laughs> zombies, I would rather I would rather deal with like an entire horde of george a romero zombies <laughs> than the fast like 28 days later would you zombies. rather fight 28 duck sized horses or one horse sized duck it's definitely the slow zombies come on every time yes <laughs> yeah i would always want to fight the slow zombies yeah because as as out of shape and fat as i am like i could find like a bike i could run far enough away <laughs> that i could be like all right i'm gonna catch my i'm gonna catch a breather and i'm yeah. gonna keep running <laughs> so yes anyway any other scary movies before we move on to uh i feel like it's bad if we don't mention the thing as just one of the all-time greatest scary movies ever made um because i heck the not the 2011 prequel prequel that's a prequel not the 2011 prequel like the original john carpenter's the thing well the remake john carpenter's remake of of the thing thing. my bad sorry i will get there eventually and it will still be somewhat incorrect you you like the remake but not the prequel i I like the re i haven't seen the prequel i can't comment on it. i have not seen it and it has been on my list because i think it has uh who who's in it the 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 chick who plays isn't it Chick who plays Ramona Flowers and um, oh yeah, uh, um, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, who's in in that and in Ten Cloverfield Lane mm-hmm. and uh, like a bunch of other movies that I've seen recently actually. And she's really good, and I like her a lot as an actress. And I think she would do. I think that's who's in that movie. Mm-hmm. And because it's a prequel and it's not really stepping on the toes of Carpenters, I think it's just like ah, here's what happened before because you were all curious. Mm-hmm. We know you were. I think it would honestly, I've heard very mixed things about it because I, I think most of the mixed stuff was that people going into it thinking that it was a remake yeah, and then being which... confused <laughs> when it's like, this is a bad remake. Yeah. Video games do that a lot where they're like, we're the same title as the original game, but it's not a remake. It's, it's just a new game like Doom, the third one, which was just, I think Doom, um, which flopped really bad. 
uh, Alone in the Dark, which came out with like the fourth one and also flopped pretty bad. <laughs> Sundry other games I will never think of. Anyway, uh, so let me read you a summary real fast. The historical account of a group of Texas patriots who stalled Santa Ana's army long enough for the Alamo defenders to coordinate their defense. It's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Wait, is that the plot of a different movie that you just read, or did you make that up? I kind of made that one up. Okay. I was going to put somewhere in there something about, you know, oh, they're, they set up their, their last defense for the defenders of the Alamo at Chainsaw Ridge. And it's like, <laughs> it didn't quite flow. Nah. And yeah. then it would have been like, oh, that's kind of dumb because chainsaws weren't invented then, you idiot. <laughs> but it still would have been maybe funny okay. yeah, uh, in a dumb way. But no, we're talking about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. directed by Toby Hooper from 1974. Rockin'. Rockin'. <clears throat> which I've never seen. However, I have seen the 2003 remake with Jessica Biel. Oh, was that one actually good? When I was starting to get into horror, that was kind of one of the first ones that I watched. Yeah. I'm like, oh, everyone's like, oh, you should watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I'm like, oh, I'll just watch this new one. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, that was okay. Mm-hmm. And I watched it again recently, not that long ago. And honestly, it it had some like cringy, like it's dated, like the sort of cringy, almost like, you know, early t- 2000s yeah. sort of like cringe in it. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like it was satisfying. Mm-hmm. Like it was telegraphed, like in what <laughs> yeah. it did. But I mean, it had some good tension. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had some pretty decent kills. I think it did what it was supposed to do well have you seen any of the texas chainsaw massacre movies at all i have seen what i think is the last five minutes of maybe the third one that was it okay cool yep because i i as far as i'm aware they all become progressively sillier yes basically comedies after (laughs) the first one yeah which i i had someone post to uh to twitter today uh uh, but it's a picture of just like the box art for the fourth one starring who's it matthew mcconaughey and (laughs) drew barrymore oh my god because i think drew barrymore might be like like leatherface it's i don't know oh oh gosh i i I don't know because they do like a gender swap thing in it and it's it's just all weird. But so, yeah, I've never seen the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I feel like that's this one. I'm not so sure about like of all the movies that I'm kind of like doing. And I know I've mm-hmm. said this a couple times, maybe, but this one I'm the most unsure about what I think, what I'll think about it, because otherwise, because I've heard that it's crazy insane, mm-hmm. which I like crazy insane. I like gory. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that sort of stuff. But it's also like, it seems like it could be pretty dated and cheesy, which I don't yeah, like. Yeah, which for horror is honestly one of those genres where yeah, it kind of does matter. It does if you're trying to get scared. If you're trying to watch a movie, like if I'm watching this as a, like, oh yes, this is now a comedy, mm-hmm. it that helps it, right? Mm-hmm. So I would imagine probably like the later on Texas Chainsaws where they get progressively cheesier are yeah. probably better <laughs> because the the sort of like, the gorilla-ness of it, like the like the low budgetness of it, yeah. is probably going to help it more than hurt it. So I don't know. Do you have any thoughts before we go into trivia on this movie? No, I think I'm ready. Cool. So question number one: mm-hmm. Narrator John LaRoquette was paid for doing the opening narration of the film with what? Was it a a marijuana cigarette, b a bottle of Jack Daniels, or c a line of cocaine? It was, it was one of these three things. <laughs> um, I don't know who that narrator is. Uh, apparently he did a lot of other, um, 
Well, he he was actually reprised his role as the narrator in the 2003 version. Oh, that's cool. So he narrated that, and he's done a bunch of other like he's like a B movie. He's like a okay. B actor. Like that's, he's yeah. been in a lot of like bit roles here and there, and like mm-hmm. a lot of 70s and 80s like especially like genre films like horror. Okay. And, background roles tv Mm -hmm. stuff like that so he's he's a known character actor just very niche bit role sort of thing so that's who it is but he was paid in either a a marijuana cigarette b a bottle of jack daniels or c a line of cocaine all right so this was a low budget film Mm -hmm. um it's a very low budget film uh i think the the only other thing i know about this movie was just an interview with the and i only read part of the interview because it was in part of another article that just quoted this interview with the guy who plays leatherface who said yeah so we filmed with an actual chainsaw because we didn't have a prop one that would be stupid uh, and one day I'm running around in the field with my mask on. It's hard to see. We're in a not level field. So I trip and the chainsaw, which is running, flies up into the air and lands like two inches from my face, blade down. So I almost died that day of filming, which made me go, maybe this movie will be good, but only because it's crazy. In a similar vein, the guy that played Leatherface in the remake of 2003, mm-hmm. he, like, I can't remember his name now, but... He, I remember reading somewhere that he ended up, he was like a, like a, a pretty, he was a tall dude, but he was pretty Mm -hmm. skinny. Yeah. He, in a similar vein to a lot of other method actors, decided after reading the script, which Toby Hooper's actually credited as the screenwriter on the remake. Really? Because they basically just like took it and just (laughs) read. Copy paste. Yeah, they copy paste and read it a little bit from what I understand. But the guy who played him was, I mean, he like, he wasn't like the smallest dude, but he wasn't, he was like a fit dude, Mm -hmm. but he basically ended up going on a diet of nothing but brisket and white bread oh my god for like six months till he gained until he basically weighed over 300 pounds to play the role that's insanity but no he he gained over <laughs> he gained like weight until he was over 300 pounds and like he in the movie like he is a chunky boy oh and my he gosh. he runs fast too yeah like that's terrifying him holding the <laughs> chainsaw like this 300 pound yeah man. it's like watching because he's like not He's got a lot of it in his gut, but mm-hmm. he's like big and menacing too in the yeah. shoulders. It's like watching like a three hundred pound like linebacker lineman in the NFL <laughs> run at you with a chainsaw, which is terrifying. <laughs> so if it's anything Ugh. like that, I imagine it was there were probably more safety precautions in oh, yeah, the two thousand and three yeah. remake, but I feel <laughs> like if that was terrifying, the first one has to be. Oh yeah. At least a little bit. Enough that they cared to remake it, right? Yeah. I mean, realistically, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I I feel um, a marijuana cigarette sounds pretty funny. And I would like to go with that. I feel the more realistic answer is a line of Coke. You thought I was going to say whiskey, but no, I was going a line of Coke because it's Hollywood and it's B-movie Hollywood. <laughs> Not knowing the person at all, it's a little difficult, but I, I'm going to go with a line of Coke. You know the line of coke. Yeah. Well, your gut was right. It was a marijuana, marijuana cigarette. Marijuana cigarette. How tame. Um, How tame. Yeah. They're just like, hey, here is a here's a joint. Will you be my Will you be my narrator? And the guy's <laughs> like, I'm assuming it happened like this, like literally. Toby Hooper's walking into the room smoking like a joint, and he's like, it's like, hey, John. Yeah. You want to be the narrator for my new movie? It's like, uh, I'll give you a joint. He's like. And then the guy lights up. He's like, 
all right. <laughs> I just <laughs> never speak of it again. So my follow-up question to this is, if the chainsaw was a real chainsaw with an actual blade on it, were the doobies, I assume, the teenagers in this movie smoking, played by 25-year-old men and women, actual doobies? They most assuredly had to have been. <laughs> like, I imagine even in the 2003 remake where they were smoking, like, the doobies, uh, the the devil's lettuce, uh, Beelzebub's <laughs> coleslaw, as it were, where they were smoking any of that that stuff, the reefer, uh, it had to have been real. And I, because like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, well, well, one, I guess in 2003, it was kind of not really legal anywhere, mm-hmm. mostly, but I feel like most people in Hollywood were probably just smoking oh, yeah. marijuana anyway, because yeah. like, dude, you're in Hollywood. I've, I've heard the good Charlotte song, <laughs> Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous. Yes. They're always complaining you know, something, something, maybe we should rob them or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. But part of the moral of that song is that, yes, they get away with stuff and they probably all were smoking the marijuana. 100%. I would buy that, yeah. So, yes. Okay. I would assume so. Uh, well, you are you are 0 for 1 here, unfortunately. <laughs> Not an unsurprising start for Michael. No, no. Uh, so, question number two. The idea for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre came to Toby Hooper when he was doing what? Was it A, sitting in standstill traffic, B, going Christmas shopping in a crowded mall, or C, at his in-law's house for Thanksgiving? Wow. All of these sound good. See, in my head, I want it to be like headcanon. It was the Thanksgiving party because they were carving the turkey with a chainsaw. Because they, I don't know, broke their automatic Because that's what Toby Hooper's family does. They just... (laughs) It was actually autobiographical. <laughs> yes. Um, and I, shopping at a crowded mall, I feel like that would lead to, just personally for me, different ideas, more themed around, I, I guess, Christmas. Like we're going to get onto the rare exports topic where Santa Claus is actually a serial killer who cannibalizes children, which is why you don't Great want him coming movie, down. by yes. the way. <laughs> Um, I also still haven't seen that one. I just know what it's about, so I'm sorry. Um, maybe hit your Christmas episode. <laughs> maybe. Um, but you've already seen it, so that's cheating. Um, I'd, I'd watch it again. <laughs> we could just watch it again. We could just watch it again. <laughs> Sitting in traffic, I also have different ideas about that one. Again, I'm not Toby Hooper, so me coming up with ideas about how I would... Actually, my ideas are more mundane. I just take a tomato cannon and launch tomatoes at all the people who irritate me on the road which is both irritating dangerous and impractical because i'd rather eat tomatoes than launch them at people personally tomatoes i would rather launch whole tomatoes at people but Mm -hmm. if you're talking about a tomato sauce or like you know a tomato derived thing oh yeah no (laughs) uh or or a ketchup as you will Mm -hmm. um you know Mm -hmm. a tomato paste i'll keep a tomato paste but the, yeah, whole tomatoes? Nah, just no. chuck them. <laughs> Unrelated, um, would you eat a tomato upside down cake? A tomato upside down cake? I would I would try it. Okay. Um, I watched a man make this on a baking show, like a competitive baking show, and my immediate reaction was, I hope you're kicked off this episode because that is an abomination. That's... I mean, okay, for like a meme of doing it and like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to make this funky thing. <laughs> yeah, I would try it. But if he's on a baking show and mm-hmm. he's like doing this in all earnest, like, nah, that man, mm-hmm. that man is crazier than anything that Toby Hooper can dream up. <laughs> Thank you. Because I too would just 
try it if it's put in front of me but i would not make it on purpose no no that's that's like a oh it's like a oh what like you tripped and he fell like sort of thing <laughs> oh gosh like am i pregnante <laughs> um prego tomatoes anyone um sponsored i really want to go with the thanksgiving meal because carving things up literally happens at thanksgiving and they do make those like auto they're not automated knife but like electric knives that yeah vibrate back and forth like saw knives yeah um i'm gonna go with thanksgiving yeah you're gonna go thanksgiving yeah. you are wrong again it was christmas shopping in a crowded mall Rock because it was so crowded and he was thinking what could i do to cut through the crowd in this movie <laughs> if only i had a chainsaw <laughs> that, you know that's respectable and and thus a texas chainsaw <laughs> the texas chainsaw massacre was born because toby hooper honestly that's the most reasonable reason right <laughs> to want to just mass murder a bunch of people with yeah. a chainsaw is because you are out somewhere and mm -hmm. there are too many damn people see maybe amazon has cut down on chainsaw massacres by making everyone just shop online maybe i'm just tossing that theory out there well, you know what? That actually segues us perfectly into our third question. Oh, gosh. According to uh, the Texas state records, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is credited for what in the years following its release? Is it A, an 18% increase in tourism, B, an 18% decrease in violent crimes, or C, an 18% increase in chainsaw sales. <laughs> it is one of these things that the, that the, the, the state oh of Texas credits gosh. to the movie The Texas Chainsaw Massacre um, as an honest-to-God stat <laughs> in their record books. See, I, I feel like some of these are a little contradictory, so I'm going to rule out the tourism because I, I want to say deliverance hurt tourism in... That state where deliverance... Alabama? Thank you. What? Maybe. Was was Alabama? I think I don't, I don't remember. It's one of those southern states that are... They're all the same, dude. Um, I think... If you can hear... Yeah. It's one of the southern states that you can hear banjos playing outside <laughs> when you roll the windows down. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, I, I think deliverance hurt tourism in said state, which will be Alabama for the time being. Um, I Honestly, I actually don't think it was Alabama. I think I'm completely wrong in that. It's been a while since I've seen Deliverance, which yeah. I saw a double... The first time I saw it was double featured with Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, heck yeah. Great, <laughs> great double feature. And by great double feature, I mean, why? Why would I have ever done this? I think the better double feature is just watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit and skip Deliverance. It's a bad movie. Yeah, it wasn't that great. I'm glad Thank we you. watched Who oh. Framed Roger Rabbit. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I was I was getting ready to be I, uh, roasted I, for that. I one. like Tom Selleck. Like he's okay, Tom Selleck is great in other movies. Mm -hmm. Like, have you seen White Lightning or Gator? Like, <laughs> holy crap. Watch okay, those. Yeah. Don't um, <laughs> wait, is it Tom Selleck? Maybe I'm I don't know. Yeah, hold on. I gotta because I might I might actually be hundred percent incorrect on this. Hold oh on. my gosh. Is it Tom Selleck I'm thinking of? I'm just the worst with names. Hold on. <laughs> Value. 
I'm actually thinking of Burt Reynolds in White Lightning and Gator, but I said Tom Selleck because earlier we were talking about police procedurals. <laughs> That's and fair. I was thinking that is fair. Magnum P.I., which is... You know, I just bought it because they're both kind of similar looking people at the very Dude, least, and they... they give off a similar vibe. Yeah. Burt Reynolds, Tom Selleck, they might be the same person. Burt Reynolds. I, you know, this is one of those things where I wish I remembered people's names. Which, by the way, looking at pictures, I really do think actually Tom Selleck is the more handsome of the two. Ooh, wow. Hot take. Of the, of Burt Reynolds. A literal take on hotness. Yes. But I will say, uh, Gator and White Lightning, way better than Deliverance. <laughs> Deliverance. Uh, yeah. I've seen all three, and I can Deliverance is the worst of the three. Okay. All right. Anyway. Um, anyway, so the tourism one, I'm, I'm going to feel bad when that one's the true answer, but I'm knocking that one out because I feel like chainsaws and people getting massacred by chainsaws wielded by, I'm assuming, inbred rednecks from texas mm -hmm. is not going to drive up tourism although you repeat yourself I, texans <laughs> only steers and queers come from texas yes and rednecks or sorry and in in anyway um i know we have a fair amount of texan listeners <laughs> texan listener i know we have one but i know i know of a fact of one shout mm. out to him uh <laughs> But he actually is a transplant from New Jersey, so he's a completely oh, wow. different kind of piece wow. of garbage. Okay. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> the Garden State. Uh, this is me quoting. Uh, I'll, I will link his YouTube as a, as an apology. I'll link his uh, YouTube uh, in the. Uh, oh wow! You're like on in the show notes. It's practically. <laughs> um anyway uh i have a cousin who lives in texas and she's always like you guys need to come down and i keep wanting to because lots of cool stuff does happen in texas i want to say she's in austin um but you know lots of movie stuff does happen in austin so i'm not surprised there's a texas listener austin yeah, dallas south one of those south by south north what mm -hmm. uh, anyway anyway you're dodging um, the question i because i don't want to answer it and go zero for three 18 percent decrease in violent crime so you decrease tourism by showing a scary movie based in your state. And because lots of violent crime is perpetrated against tourists, uh, I could see an 18% decrease in violent crime. It, it's like a logical step, I guess. 18% um, increase in chainsaw sales is hilarious, but probably not true because I have an in at steel and I know that there was not an, a spike in sales in the year to 1974 onward. I'm, I'm going to go with an 18% decrease in violent crime based on my bad logic. That sounds good. You are correct. The, the state troopers, after the release of a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, saw a massive decrease in violent crimes because people refused after this movie to pick up hitchhikers oh wow yes that's for a number of years <laughs> so what you're saying is hitchhikers are dangerous yes which i find it funny that this is a statistic for this movie and not hitchhiker, hitchhiker. <laughs> yeah starring who is it rutger hauer i don't know i think it's rutger yeah. hauer oh my god because i've there are two i've seen both of them i want to say that it's rutger hauer in in the in the original and then i believe it's sean bean in the remake which yeah dude sean bean is an underrated <laughs> horror bad guy he is and he's so good at he's it he's really good in that but also <laughs> rutger hauer's good so i can't really say one's better than the other rutger hauer is more unhinged but mm -hmm. sean bean is definitely oh creepier. so this actually that answer thank you 
I'm the best. Uh, I, I get all your questions right. This answer is actually hilarious because that beer commercial, and I'm not naming the specific beer because they don't sponsor us yet, but that beer commercial where it was like this guy's driving down the road with his girlfriend. He says, hey, we should pick up that hitchhiker. And she's like, he's got an axe. Yeah, but he's got Bud Light. And so they pick up the hitchhiker because he's got it. Bud Light. Oh, shit. He's named it. Wow, I, I'm the worst sponsor. Fuck that shit. Pabst Blue Ribbon. <laughs> Um, Pap should sponsor us. Because <laughs> I'll show for oh, Pap. Oh my gosh, I am rarded. He's got generic beer that white people drink in trash bars. Anyway, the next guy they see is a man with a chainsaw, and the guy they previously picked up with the axe is like, yeah, but he's got a chainsaw. But he also has generic beer that I'm not naming. It's, it's a funny commercial because they do pick up hitchhikers with chainsaws. It's yes. good. Okay. Very good. Wow. Yeah. So it it, it was definitely wow. decreased violent crime. Heck yeah. Weirdly enough. So don't ever let anyone say that like that like horror films are <laughs> degenerate drag on society <laughs> itself because there's demonstrable proof in the state of Texas that it in fact helped. It's horrifying that it's eighteen percent. Yes. Me. Like how many hitchhikers are in Texas? It's a big state. It is. A- it's a very large, large state. You with, can fit with, 12 of Europe in just the state of 12 Texas. of Europe, yes. Well, and it's like a big state with like very few things like in between oh, like yeah. the big cities or even like the small towns. Like I've never <laughs> yeah. been, but I've I've seen no country for old men. Oh. And so I assume it's mm-hmm. just like, ah, yes, there's a big city way the fuck over there. <laughs> and then there's a little town, but it's like way the hell over here. Yeah, I want to say And Texas. then in between there's nothing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I want to say Texas is a state that if power was knocked out in the 49 other states, they have their own power grid. They actually do. Yeah. That's 100% a fact. Okay, cool. I'm not wrong in saying that. Heck yeah. They Because they are technically their own technical republic, I believe mm. that they also maintain their own power grid. Amazing. It's independent. Uh, and I think that actually came into play during like the snowstorms like a year or oh, so ago. Wow. And then everybody got upset at Texas because they didn't do a good enough job at preparing for snowstorms, <laughs> which is unfair because it's Texas. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. It's, why would you? It was there like once. It's like, dude, there's like wood out there. Y- you guys are all, hey, Texans, like, like just, just build a fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's what California does for their snow problems. <laughs> My wrong. Exact- I'm gonna I'm gonna drive away our one our one like actual consistent Texan listener. <laughs> you know I have respect for the state of Texas. You can drink beer while you drive in Texas. At last I checked. The last I- is that is that yo yo in Texas. Let me know if that's the true fact. Uh, completely unrelated, but also kind of funny. I had friends of friends and their parents went on a trip to texas and they like drove through i think toll roads um and they you know they they just drove through them they didn't stop to pay for anything because they were told if you don't stop texas will send you uh, a bill in the mail and you're only put in jail for not paying it if you're in texas and they're like well we're never coming back to texas so they didn't pay any of the tolls i would also do that too uh, what are they going to do? Send send <laughs> Texas Rangers after me? <laughs> I can't do that anymore. Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Chuck Norris is too old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we actually have a rare fourth question. <gasps> a rare fourth question. Okay, a rare fourth okay. question. I can tie this up. 
you could tie this up. Mm-hmm. In kind of a, a spirit of another question from another mm-hmm. episode that we did uh, that is yet to be released. In Finland, the <laughs> film was what? Is it A, mm-hmm. the highest grossing film of all time, B, the longest banned film of all time, or C, the longest running film of all time? I, I think I mentioned this before. I hate you. <laughs> um, I specifically, I saw this bit of trivia and I'm like, I know how I can really mess with Michael on this trivia question. <laughs> and it's only going to become apparent ba- when we go back to the future in another episode. Yeah, because I imagine that episode, which has been recorded and unreleased, will not be released in the month of October, the no. spoopy month. Because it's a European country and it's in the 1970s, I'm going with my gut on this one. No deliberation. Longest banned film of all time because blood is bad in Europe. It kills people or something. I don't know. Blood is bad. Uh, well, one, you would be right if Finland was a real place. <laughs> But according to the trivia, you are in fact correct if Uh we have to assume Finland is a real place. Finland only exists because Patrick Starr mentions it in one singular episode of Spongebob. Mm, That's probably the best proof I've ever seen. Because have you ever seen like, they have like heavy metal knitting contests (laughs) in Finland. It's not real. What? Yeah, it's like a bunch of people dressed up as like, as like heavy metal, like black metal artists who then crochet on stage while mosh pitting to doom metal and it's like young people old people like grandmothers they're all just sitting there banging their heads crocheting as fast as they can it's a thing oh that i don't know how to respond to that i had a friend tell me that yeah have you ever done like a knitting bomb where you go knit a koozie for an entire car with a group of friends that's somehow less strange than doom metal mosh pit <laughs> come it's competitive too because yeah why is this not in the olympics i don't know it's because the only country that would win it is finland <laughs> the only country that would compete is finland i think japan would also compete i yeah um, you know what i feel like you're probably right that's yeah. something that if if it existed japan would mm. probably get into but they would only bang out to like uh baby, baby metal, metal. Yeah. thank you <laughs> i'm like i know there's one band people will get the reference for I, I know that I don't know the name of one other, but I, I've listened to an actual other female vocal lead heavy metal band from Japan. That's not baby metal, but I can't remember their name. So don't credit me for that. Okay. But yeah, uh, it was for 25 years. Banned. Wow. That's pretty but good. But when it was unbanned, it was actually um, like an un, like a, basically they released it like a completely uncensored like wow. uh 100% whole release like no censorship at all release Dang. 25 years later wow uh that's pretty cool which yeah so anyway unlike <laughs> another country that ran a movie for quite a long time yeah this one was no we've banned this movie for a long time you were right so right. you did in the end tie it up i'm pretty i'm pretty I'm, okay with that i'm proud of you for this yeah. one it was very good i'm glad i threw that last one in there for you so i guess before before we rate this, mm-hmm. uh, is there anything else that you have for like Texas Chainsaw? Like I I don't know. Do do you have any thoughts on it? So like I I feel especially being a nineteen seventies slasher film. I 
I don't know if the, does this really qualify as as, as horror necessarily? Because there's no like monster unless Leatherface is like I don't know. Because like I, I put Halloween into the it's horror, not thriller because people lots of people get killed sure like in some thrillers that happens but it's still hard because michael myers is a monster he's human yeah but he's a monster well because like i mean i guess the other let's let's say the other big ones right mm-hmm. like uh friday Jason the 13th Voorhees, yeah freddy um mm-hmm. freddy krueger uh oh D- chucky yeah chucky um i i wouldn't classify the saw movies as other ah, body horror though which is its own kind of well, thing. Well, okay, They're here. Like, Scream. We'll take Scream. one that we okay. mentioned before. Yeah. Or uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Mm-hmm. Really not. They honestly do go mm-hmm. close. They are maybe slasher films. Mm-hmm. And they are thrillers. Mm-hmm. But are they horror? No. Not really. Can they be a scary movie? Yes. Mm-hmm. They're definitely Absolutely. scary. They can be scary movies. But they're not. I think you're right. I think there is a line that you kind of draw with horror. And I know. So in the 2003 version, mm-hmm. there are clear things about Leatherface that is mm-hmm. like no he is a real flesh and bone person who mm-hmm. has like some really severely like he's mental issues mm-hmm. probably inbred like oh, he's yeah. had issues since he's been a kid and the entire family is completely messed up and they've raised basically him as a monster think mm-hmm. like um in because you've seen house of a thousand corpses and devil's rejects right actually no oh no. no i have not oh i was gonna say the closest Ooh. thing that i can think of which I, more so I like Devil's Rejects more than House of a Thousand Mm -hmm. Corpses. House of a Thousand Corpses feels like what I feel like the old Texas Chainsaw is, and I feel like that's probably, I guess I'll get into that in a minute. Mm -hmm. But in those movies, they're all clearly like, you know, not supernatural Mm -hmm. beings, really. They're all just really messed up people that probably, maybe even, they, they definitely at some point worship Satan. Okay, yeah, sure. But do they have special powers? Probably not. But there's mm-hmm. like the the one brother of uh, Sherry Moon Zombie's character and um, oh, what's his face? Uh, the guy who's the brother, the long hair. Don't remember his name mm-hmm. now off the top of my head. But basically, they're old, like one of their brothers is like sort of like this big hulking like Leatherface type yeah. thing where he like wears a mask. I think he was an homage to Leatherface. Mm-hmm. And he's clearly not like supernatural, but he does have that like, is he though? Is he not? Like you can't tell. I think yeah. Leatherface, how they treat him in this version, because in the 2003 version, he's clearly like, yes, this is a human being, flesh mm-hmm. and blood. He is, but he's like, super, almost supernaturally big mm-hmm. to a certain extent. And some of you thinks that like maybe, maybe he actually is, like not flesh and bone. Mm-hmm. But like they've clearly made illusions that he's not. Yeah. So I think you're right. There is sort of that line there, but I think Leatherface maybe straddles it a bit more than others would that are more Mm -hmm. clear cut. So another movie I would bring up is The Hills Have Eyes. Those are still people. Have you seen that movie? Yes. Okay. Yes. They're still people, but they have been legitimately impacted by the nuclear tests that were going on out in the desert. I... I feel like I would push them more into the horror rather than thriller because that is something soup not they're not like superhuman, but they are no longer really the human that we consider your normal person. They're not superhuman, they're ultra human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But like that one and, you know, the scary movies that take place out in Russia were, were um, Chernobyl. I can't mm-hmm. remember. I think Chernobyl Diaries is one where it's like, ah, they've been affected by radiation and now they're all crazy cannibals. Or Fun whatever. fact, I saw it might have been Chernobyl Diaries in theaters really yes because we went so fun fact i can't remember what it was but it was like the uh way back when my my wife i think maybe fiance actually at the time Mm -hmm. we're going out to see like this movie and it was like um it was like some like weird production company that was doing like christian like whatever things and it was like this movie set in mexico about like the revolution and Mm -hmm. stuff like that it was like oh we got to support this movie Mm -hmm. but it's like i'd already seen it and she'd already (laughs) seen it we're like let's just pay for the ticket for that movie to support it. And then we'll go into another movie that we haven't seen. I think it was Chernobyl diaries that we went to see instead. Ah, No hate on that. So anyway, (laughs) but I saw that one. If that, I think that's the one it was. It was whatever that movie was that came in. I want to say that was like found, not found. It was kind of a found footage. It it felt very gonzo. (laughs) Gonzo. (laughs) Sex. Um, Yeah. I follow. Wow. Gonzo journalism. Oh, wow. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I'm not a perv. Anyway, Much. so, sorry, go ahead. The, the Chernobyl um, movies and um, the Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, I feel like those push it more into uh, horror because they're more monstrous in that sense. Like, Frankenstein is also cobbled together pieces, or sorry, Frankenstein's monster is cobbled together pieces of human brought back to life. It, uh, sorry, yeah. Frankenstein? Frau Bucher. Frankenstein. Don't read the Frankenstein book. It's shit. Uh, watch it's, movies. I it is awful. I listened to an audiobook on a oh on a gosh. on a uh, on a trip, and I'm like, what the <laughs> is this I shit? Know. It's the worst. Oh. The I on it like the best the definitive version of the Frankenstein uh, sort of movies or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and and I would like to say like the old Universal versions of it, but no, it's mm-hmm. actually the Mel Brooks young frankenstein (laughs) because not only is that a good a good funny like parody of it it's Mm -hmm. actually probably also just as serious if not as well done with the horror honestly as the other ones are it's the best of both worlds i I, I agree with that um anyway i don't know if this one's gonna fall i don't remember where this started something about leatherface if he's still human he and his ilk or his ilk and him i don't know um, if they're still like human but just messed up, I think this is just gonna be more tense, scary, and not necessarily horror, which isn't bad. It's just it'll leave a different feel in my mouth. Um, and with a lot of those like tense, scary, it's just a slasher film. I they're like popcorn out the wazoo. Like I know I'm going to rate this a two and then just leave it on two because that's all I feel about these movies is. I will watch them in the background and not really enjoy them. Now, if this one pulls out like stops and does all kinds of crazy stuff with their budget that they have, maybe it'll be better than that. It could shock me. I don't know. But I I just feel like monsters and monstrous people and entities which like Michael Myers falls into the realm of, he is his own thing. Which I guess is why you didn't like yeah the rob zombie one because they they turned him into a human yeah which i i need to go back and like give those their 
full credit. Again, I, I think, respect I Rob think Zombie you, enough. I think you divorce it enough, mm-hmm. and I and you watch it as maybe a slightly different movie, mm-hmm. or even just as a reimagining, yeah, and not necessarily as a remake. I think you'd like it more, yeah. Because uh, honestly, I remember it doing some just crazy, crazy stuff that I'm like, I, I there were some scenes that I remember that I was just blown away by, mm-hmm. where I'm like, mm-hmm. that's really badass <laughs> yeah. anyway uh i do remember i guess you've rated it at a two right yep so uh i am going to probably rate this one at also at a a two and i the reason being is because i've seen the unless it blows me away i've mm-hmm. seen the 2003 remake mm-hmm. with jessica beale and i think that that was a perfectly good movie for what it did now did it blow me away no i would mm-hmm. say that movie's a three for me oh, because it okay. had it had some good moments, like the chainsaw carnage was. Mm-hmm. It fulfilled the requisites yeah. of chainsaw carnage that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leatherface was actually scary. They had a lot of body horror in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a lot of like you know, it's it's a lot of like flesh and sewing mm-hmm. and you know, yeah. curing of meats. <laughs> uh, and the practical effects in it pretty decent like there were a couple shots that might have been a little weird but for the mm-hmm. most part they use practical effects which i'm assuming the old mo- the, the old one's going to use oh, as, yeah. as well because that was before right. computer effects but like there was a lot of good stuff in it also the uh the drill sergeant from uh what was it apocalypse now no not apocalypse now whatever the kubrick movie is um full metal jacket yeah he's in that oh as a <laughs> nice. uh the corrupt sheriff who's the kind of the patriarch of the <laughs> A la Captain Spaulding, I okay, guess, which yeah. is why I say House of a Thousand Corpses. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've already seen this old version, and I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> That's the other reason, is that I've seen House of a Thousand Corpses, and I feel, I just have the gut feeling that it's going to be too close mm-hmm. to those movies, okay. right? Follow, yeah. And I'm going to be disappointed because Dwight Schrute from The Office is not going to get turned <laughs> into a merman, taxidermied into a merman. That's amazing. Oh, I need to watch it. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to give it a two because I'm being generous with it because I think that the other movie was a three. At least, I mean, it was it wasn't mm-hmm. bad, but it wasn't great. It was yeah. it was on the better side of of good, mm-hmm. right? Like of just being middling. Mm-hmm. It had enough to keep me engaged, and Leatherface was good. All of the acting was at least decent. Mm-hmm. The lead up may have been a little cringy, but whatever. Mm-hmm. That's to be expected yeah. with those sort of things. So I'm going to say a two and we'll see what we we'll see where we go from there i guess i don't know do you have any final thoughts before we go and watch this thing uh it might be better to just let them soak until we come back so no all right cool well we will see you on the other side of this spooky episode peace Hitchhiker. Should we pick him up? Oh, yeah, man. Pick him up, he'll asphyxiate out there. What does he look like? Well, the son of a bitch is gonna smell just like the slaughterhouse. Oh, give the guy a break. Oh, he's weird looking. Okay. No! Rape robbing in Texas is this hour's top news story. See, that was better. They died better that way. On race plans. Stop setting persons around you could make this a disturbing and unpredictable day. The events in the world are not doing much either to cheer one up. Hey, I got us some barbecue. A second body was found in a ditch near the perimeter of the cemetery. Well, I think we just picked up Dracula. I told you to stay away from that graveyard. You really didn't want me to come, did you? There are moments when we cannot believe that what is happening is really true. 
pinch yourself and you may find out that it is. Do you think I said something made him mad? You don't think that guy tried and follow us, do you? And it's feared more will turn up as the probe continues. I just can't take no pleasure in killing. Just some things you gotta do. Don't mean you have to like it. Everything means something, I guess. Hello and welcome back to the Movies We've Never Seen podcast. This is your host, Mike, and I am joined by Michael. Hello. On this most spooky of seasons and three weeks in, four weeks in, whatever this is, I don't know. At this point, I feel like I've done a million of these already. Uh, whenever this comes out, uh, we are talking about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which yeah. we just finished watching. Mm-hmm. So to remind you guys, we rated this, actually we both rated this at a pretty much a solid two from both of us <laughs> yeah uh-huh. so after watching it what did you think was that optimistic or was that like not enough you know i i ended up saying it was not enough but not by a lot although there were many faults in this movie so my biggest issue i think with the texas chainsaw massacre was that it felt like it just didn't know what it was doing, but it looked good not knowing it. That's, <laughs> I yeah, think that's, that's the, the yeah. biggest credit that I can give to Toby Hooper is that mm-hmm. he really does know how to direct visually. Yes. I just don't know that he knows how to like do a story. Honestly, so I, after watching this, thought it would have made a better episode of something particularly like the x-files but then the crazy psycho family needed to be probably aliens since it's the x-files now and so instead of that weird awkward second half where she just kind of runs away from uh, leatherface for i think 30 to 40 At minutes at least it feels like 30 to 40 yeah. minutes if not 30 to 40 minutes it's very close Instead of doing that, you jump to uh, Fox and Scully just looking for her because they're like, oh, well, we've heard of this massacre of people who are in Texas by chainsaw people, and we need to go stop it from happening. I bet aliens did it. I thought at any point there was going to be... Well, okay, I guess maybe I'll back up. I've seen the remake, right? Okay. The remake is a much better formulaic horror film. Okay, okay. It's got a much better plot. Mm-hmm. Um, it maybe it looks sort of that sort of blue blue shade that every mm-hmm. horror movie of the early two thousands has. Yeah. But I think as far as a plot goes, it's a lot better. Mm-hmm. But like the big thing was, I thought at any point in time, or I thought I was hoping at any mm-hmm. point in time, not because I thought because I'd seen the remake, mm-hmm. right? Although the remake had a lot more plot, and it introduced certain characters a lot faster. Mm-hmm. The big thing with it was that, like, I thought at any point they're going to, or I ho- I was hoping that they would have, like, the giallo sort of detective, right? Okay, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm the small town Texas person who mm-hmm. is f- looking at these, you know, these people who have been, have their corpses digging up and their families are getting mm-hmm. on me. I'm the hassled, like, small, <laughs> not even small town because obviously, like, well, not really, obviously, but, like, it's not really a small town. Like, mm-hmm. you get, like, a Texas Ranger who's, yeah. like, too old for this shit. Yeah. Who basically... Like, the dude from uh, uh, Misery, right? Oh, heck yeah. You yeah. have that but, guy. Uh, what's his name? Like, Buddy or something. Or some ridiculous name. Yeah, something stupid. His age. 
Like, you have that character, yeah. right, in this, mm -hmm. and then that gives you a lot more filler for you to play around <laughs> with, and you think, oh, he might solve the mystery. Yeah. But he does, and then he gets brutally chainsawed to death. Yeah, that would absolutely have and then she in gets that awkward away. gap. Yeah. Like, she, like, he's the MacGuffin that allows her mm -hmm. to get away, instead yeah. of, like, oh, we're, we're trying <laughs> to, like, old dead grandpa vampire? Like, that was incredibly strange, that whole whole scene i was hoping it was going to do a shift right <laughs> yeah then, where it was like and again i knew it wasn't i was thinking like man what if this turns into like man they're all just vampires that would be cool <laughs> yeah that would be absolutely sick and then the weird kid who's at the very beginning that they put the hitchhiker they pick up who aha he's part of this crazy family didn't see that one coming mm -hmm. everyone saw that one coming see that's the thing that would have led like it would have been perfect to mm -hmm. lead the like marshal or whoever is like yeah. onto this person it's like oh we got reports of like i've heard about this drifter who's been you know people have been picking up and hitchhiking yeah. and he's just been weird and like i don't know <laughs> he's been seen in this area and he like tracks it down and he follows yeah. it to like this specific area finds an abandoned van maybe mm -hmm. walks around like oh i see tracks here yeah. like i'm gonna follow it there's a oh there's wheelchair tracks what's this then he finds mm -hmm. franklin yeah would have and been then he beautiful it would have been great and then he interrupts the the sort of like killing maybe he kills like old grandpa or something yeah. and they all get upset and mm -hmm. he gets killed but she gets away yeah and then there's a chase and then i was he still fine with the chainsaw the, the, the end. very end of this movie was actually fine with me like the the truck coming out pretty kind of out of nowhere a little bit and just running the kid over that was honestly <laughs> i think the two best parts of this movie were i think not the very beginning it was mm -hmm. the the sort of like middle beginning like the like mm -hmm. the f like within the first like 20 to 30 minutes of you kind of like of them like driving and picking up the hitchhiker going yeah, to the yeah. gas station mm -hmm. i think the gas station the hitchhiker to the gas station was fantastic mm -hmm. it was great it had a lot of good shots like the sort of weird from behind up yeah. shots were just <laughs> the tracking shots like that were beautiful and then like it was just it drug on and then you got some kills okay mm -hmm. this is interesting this is getting somewhere mm -hmm. and then it dropped off again <laughs> to like a bunch of chases and yeah. then the ending was phenomenal mm -hmm. everything from franklin getting killed which was a cool scene onward uh up until she escapes from the house i think was for me just kind of like I yeah I was kind of like I guess the family dynamics was interesting to put mm -hmm. something in there that wasn't just chases it wasn't done super well though I felt pop maybe this is just for me because she screamed almost the entire time and it started to get shrill and obnoxious after about 10 seconds and then it was also too like the bits where it was like there was almost something else going on where she was yeah. the close-up shots which were again cool they mm -hmm. looked good but they weren't necessarily adding anything to the story because you thought like, oh, there's something supernatural happening here. But oh, there's yeah. not it's at all. Just, they're weird and crazy. Yeah. So in, so I don't know. Do you, <laughs> I, I, I would spoil maybe the remake, but I don't know okay. if you're ever going to see it. Probably not. And if I do, it's a slasher film. How much can you really spoil? This one, honestly, I feel like the story in this one is a little bit better, but mm -hmm. honestly, it's not imperative to the plot. Mm-hmm. But it's, again, it's better than this one is, I think, as far as the story. Mm -hmm. So you have the same basic structure, right? You've got kids in a van mm -hmm. going through Texas. But in this one, they're coming back from Mexico. Mm -hmm. They've just bought a bunch of weed. 
as happens as, in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Well, this is actually film. set in the 70s. Oh, still. it's set in the 70s? Yeah, wow. I didn't realize as that. As happens in the early 2000s movies set in the 70s. Punch your weed. Yeah, and they're going to a Skinnerd concert. Oh, rock on. Well, and then they pick up a hitchhiker, but it's a girl mm-hmm. who then basically, she's muttering, and then she pulls a gun out of oh. out of her hoo-ha uh, and then kills herself in the van. Oh, wow. And That's... they have to call the sheriff and yada, okay. yada, yeah. yada. It turns out that basically they're, the whole time they've been setting up, like, you know, the whole family dynamic, mm-hmm. they've been setting it up and they've actually created much more of a story around what's happening oh. with Leatherface. So there is still the a family in the remake? Oh, yes. Okay. But they do it in a much, much better way. Mm-hmm. Of They introduce a lot of them mm-hmm. earlier, but you don't know it. Okay. Right? Well, it's... I wouldn't say you don't know it. It's <laughs> relatively easy to spot, mm-hmm. but it could just be mistaken for like, oh, these are just creepy, weird inbreds. Yeah, from Texas. But it turns Texas. out that like... A lot of the people mm-hmm. that they meet, maybe not all of them, are like, they're part of the family. Oh, okay. Right. And so it's set up much better. There's actual chainsaw kills <laughs> in it. Um, Ones that you actually see. They're, they, It's like, how many people do they actually kill with the chainsaw? Just Franklin? I, One other person? They dismembered the first guy. Yes. But with the chainsaw, but they didn't mm-hmm. kill him with it. They killed Franklin. He sledgehammered more people than he chainsawed. Yes. Yeah. The other guy, he also sledgehammered, right? Yeah, both guys got sledgehammered. I don't think they show what happened to the second dude, the one who goes looking for the two kids going Yeah, he kind of hits him, and then Leatherface, like, in a rare moment of, like, what did I do? Like, puts yeah. his hands in his head, like, oh, my God, oh, my yeah. God. Which later you find out is because he's really just kind of this weird, perverted man-child, essentially, mm-hmm. who can't yeah. deal with things. But they don't really explain that, but you kind of get the sense of it. Yeah. It's just so bizarre, like, that this movie is... And I guess I must give this... I don't know how to put this. It's so weird that this movie gets so much clout, as mm-hmm. it does. But I think the pure reason for that is because it everything was very well visually executed. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, like, the story is, like, so mid. <laughs> so and not even really existent at a certain point. I'm going to come to bat for this a little bit. Like I said, I raised my rating a little bit, not a whole lot, only because one of the faces of horror, at least in my mind, is confusion and also disgust. I guess those two would be separate. So, you know, like gross out horror is still a thing. And yes. some you've been talking about, especially during spooky season, uh, some of your more favored horror movies are the ones that leave you with a feeling of confusion where you don't know which way is up, you don't know which way is down. And sometimes at the end of the movie, it gives you an idea of what happened during the movie. But throughout the whole movie, you're like complete mind fuck with it. Like uh, In the Earth, was In the Earth that way? Yeah, In the Earth yeah. was kind of that way where it's like, I, th- I think I, you know, you can, you think you understand mm-hmm. kind of what happens in it, but you can really interpret it a lot of different ways yeah. and you're just sort of left feeling, what did I watch? Mm-hmm. But it was in a good way, you know, it's kind yeah. of that je ne sais quoi of feelings <laughs> about a movie. This movie did not have a pop, it had good tension at the beginning where it was building up a how here's this crazy kid, don't go to that abandoned house, it's a bad idea, generic, you know, uh, gas station guy telling you not to go into the woods. Um, it had good build up there and some of the kills at least for me i i jump out of my skin because i'm a chicken instead of a man but uh like when franklin <laughs> got killed i actually jumped and went oh my gosh um that franklin one got was me. the one where i i saw it coming but mm-hmm. it's still oh, like yeah. 
it's he still popped up so yeah. fast and that was it was well done i think honestly the stuff at nighttime was probably hooper's weakest as far as mm-hmm. visually yeah like because it, it, it was it felt very samey especially when he was chasing her through the woods the mm-hmm. first time yeah. before that or incredibly the second time i guess yeah it was just like oh boy <laughs> he's got a chainsaw and her hair stuck and they're just standing there yeah. basically standing there <laughs> almost much, looking yeah. at each other yeah anyway so the where after killing franklin you, know, you get the whole chasing nothing really happens in there that's scary because you're looking pretty much all the time at leatherface or her when you look at something it doesn't confuse you anymore it's not scary because you know what it is and you know what it's going to do not a big deal once they get into the house and she's like in the house and there's this whole confusing weirdness with the grandpa and like is like you know like you were saying earlier is he like this weird vampire thing that's just a husk of himself he almost kind of looks like a mummy yes um, or like a mummified corpse um you know the dad says you know we don't like to do what we do but we have to do it that's kind of like a weirdness it wasn't presented well but i felt like it was an attempt at making it confusion horror versus jump scare running from the monster horror it wasn't done well, but I felt like they tried, just not hard. Enough. I agree. And I think that honestly, what this movie did well was create a visual icon because yeah. le- all of the scenes with Leatherface mm-hmm. were really, w- with the exception of like some of the chases that went on too yeah. long, like they were really good. Mm-hmm. Like him, like running with like this big, like normally you don't necessarily think of like, you know, you got Michael Myers who, mm-hmm. who slow stalks, right? Yeah. And he's in the jumpsuit. And he, like, Leatherface, I guess, is as close to Michael Myers as I can kind of get at yeah. least to to a lot of other ones of this era. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, I mean, you got, like, Jason who's and Freddy who are pretty much supernatural killers at oh, a yeah. certain point. Like, they're completely yeah. a different animal. Like Mike Myers is also somewhat a supernatural killer. Okay, Mike Myers <laughs> is not necessarily <laughs> Michael Myers. Go back and... It. Go back and watch. Uh, oh God! Go back and I watch. So I married, so an, I married axe an axe murderer, murder, and we'll um, talk about that. Michael Myers is pretty much a supernatural killer. Um, again, I haven't seen the remakes of the Halloweens, but if you watch any of the other Halloween movies, like the original run and the new ones that are coming out, um, he's a supernatural killer. Okay. There's no getting around it. Well, okay. Yeah. To be fair, yeah. I, and again, this is my limited knowledge, having only seen which mm-hmm. next week. I will oh. have seen bless the Halloween movies, mm-hmm. but uh, at this point I haven't. So for mm-hmm. all intents and purposes, to me he feels a lot like Leatherface, mm-hmm. but Leatherface feels much more human in a sense, which I think mm-hmm. guess is maybe the distinction there. And Leatherface really is like I guess in the the remake he's mm-hmm. really much more treated as, and I guess that's maybe more maybe why it wouldn't necessarily be as good in this sense as a confusion mm-hmm. horror it's much more of a formulaic slasher yeah but with a better plot in mm-hmm. the remake the 2003 where they go back into like the whole like history of the family mm-hmm. like oh here's what it is like it turns out that like and i guess from the inference that i make is that we know when they're talking about how many things he's killed or something yeah. like that uh is that there was a like a, a slaughterhouse nearby and he mm-hmm. was the one who went with the hammer and killed all yeah. of the things mm-hmm. and so in the new movie that's sort of right there near the property like they okay, actually yeah. had a chase through that oh that would which be is actually yeah. pretty dope like that's <laughs> it's honestly a great sequence mm-hmm. and it's pretty scary mm-hmm. so there's like this whole scene in the second one or not the second one but the remake mm-hmm. 
where like Jessica Biel, who is the final girl, yeah. is hiding inside a bunch of like in a in a meat locker freezer oh, with the hanging meats, and yeah. like he's stalking through, and she's trying to hide in, and that's it's terrifying. Oh my god, honestly, yeah. like I, that one, I w- I would have to say is probably. <laughs> one of the scarier moments and it was it completely caught me off guard because it was such a standard for the most part slasher mm-hmm. film yeah but yeah you're right i this movie did go for more of a confusion horror mm-hmm. but i don't think it did it it didn't do it well because the first half well. didn't at all and the second half just it kind of switches gears like well because the whole the whole beginning of the movie i mean mm-hmm. i guess my biggest problem with the whole thing is that it really just didn't know what it wanted to be as far mm-hmm. as a consistent movie other than mm-hmm. looking good because at the beginning you have this voiceover about there's been mutilation yeah they never get back <laughs> into that until it's a throwaway line from the dad saying you know you need you, to stop you need to stop digging, do, the, bodies digging the bodies up so it's like oh the weird hitchhiker that mm-hmm. they picked up is the guy who's been doing this mm-hmm. but again it would have made sense if they would have tied that into some sort of law enforcement investigation yeah, right yeah. yeah they didn't in this case it was like all right they were presenting this like weird almost seemingly maybe body horror element to it that they mm-hmm. never had they had the slasher elements that mm-hmm. really never came into play other than off screen like the whole terror of the chase but never mm-hmm. like the fulfillment yeah. like it was it was a big cock tease when it came to <laughs> like slasher gore horror mm-hmm. right and then, like you said, they try to do the confusion horror of, like, what's going on here? Like, mm-hmm. is there something supernatural happening with the grandfather? What's even happening? <laughs> and at the end, even, like, even though I really like that bit, like, you still even have, like, you know, when the semi comes out of nowhere, which was oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, him chasing the dude in the semi around. I'm like, dude, he can't. He's like, she, just just drive away. <laughs> just drive away. <laughs> uh so here here is my argument as to why he didn't drive away and it's stupid because parts of this movie were very stupid they really with reckless abandon turned off vehicles in this movie the guy so the guy in the gas station the dad when he's you know kidnapping her and you think oh this is gonna be a weird rape scene isn't it and then leatherface is gonna kill him and be somewhat a good guy and then it's oh no the dad's actually part of the family that's why leatherface didn't show up i thought half of that scene was done very well like when leatherface is just if gone, i hadn't seen like, the remake oh, i would have 100 percent would have been like yeah oh is this gonna be one of those like weird <laughs> things where the, the the killer is the good guy for a second <laughs> but then also not again that would have been ooh. yeah i guess having seen the remake it spoils a little bit it, but... it kind of almost did it backwards actually in okay. the remake i'll i'll leave it at that okay um where was my anyway so, you know, he goes out, he gets the truck. He turns his truck off. I'm like, oh, that's weird, but sure, whatever. He turns the truck off, he goes and gets her, um, tosses her in the truck, and then realizes, oh, shoot, I forgot to t- turn off the light. Turns his truck off again, goes back out, turns the light off, gets back in, starts the truck back up, goes, meets his son, who's on the way back to the house, turns the truck off again. I'm like, dude, you're running a diesel. No one turns their truck off that quickly. <laughs> you know, you're actually right. I didn't notice that at first, but you're right. That would have been... I don't know why I, that stuck out to me at all. It's just like, I you know, I've never driven a diesel, but I know people who do, and they don't turn them off unless it's going to be for you know X amount of time. At least more than like you know, twenty Five minutes. Seconds. You know, like yeah. yeah, they don't just turn them off and turn them back on. So anyway, that's my argument: is the truck driver, much like the other characters in this movie, just turned his truck off, so it, it couldn't 
drive away. You know, and that's true. And to be fair, the, a big rig is a lot harder to get going again. Yeah. Then because yeah, he would have had to have you know obviously shift into first mm-hmm. really like and honestly yeah. I've I haven't driven a a big rig but I've driven a big enough truck that's a stick shift to mm-hmm. know that like yeah it does take Makes a bit deal. to giddy up like, yeah so <laughs> I again I I'll, I'll forgive him for that but that did lead to like this sort of almost comical chase of like <laughs> this like large fat this this big fat guy running away from another big fat guy with a chainsaw <laughs> and then the skinny girl who couldn't quite run. And you're like, what's going to happen? It, mm-hmm. it almost turned into a comedy. And then like the other guy showed up and it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I see what's it's happening like, here. Still very weird. The, the last like two or three shots though, her laughing in the back of the truck and mm-hmm. him like throwing the chainsaw around dancing mm-hmm. with it are just honestly, they are superb. Oh yeah. But like up into that, it was kind of like, okay, this is interesting. This is, this is kind of tense, kind of silly. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, ah, oh, that's, that's the money shot. And I think that's why people remember it. It's because those last few shots are so mm-hmm. good. Yeah. On, like, I'm just going to go back to it. Like I said, this would have made a great episode of the X-Files. It would have been horrifying. It would have been, okay, probably not as horrifying just because Toby Hooper wouldn't have directed. But if Toby Hooper went back in time or actually forward in time, back in time, stopped himself from making this as a movie and then forward in time to the X-Files and made it as an episode of the X-Files. I think it would have been pretty I believe good. Toby Hooper was actually, a con- he was, he was still alive when the X-Files was running. So he could have made this. He could have just waited. He yeah. could have just held off until, because like, you know, like you said, there needed to be some MacGuffin police officer that would have in this, in the X-Files been, you know, David Duchovny being, fox Mulder of the ridiculous name and he would have shown up the only difference is he wouldn't have died because there's more x-file episodes yeah he would have gotten like shot in the leg or something and it was like a season season finale right he gets you think he dies Mm -hmm. and then like oh i'm okay (laughs) like we open with him in the hospital or him in like a crutch or something yeah you know yeah it's like oh i'm alive (laughs) haha it wasn't aliens this time (laughs) we thought it was but it was just a bunch of rednecks (laughs) Yeah, um, I do love looking back on this though the fact that what was eighteen percent decrease in violent crimes in Texas. Yes, because people stopped picking ah. up hitchhikers, and now I see why. <laughs> oh, because yeah. in the in the remake, it was just that like she killed herself, which yeah, it's frankly was, enough. That was honestly like just that was more was gorier than anything that happened in this film mm-hmm. because like they just showed like her all right gun straight oh, in the yeah. mouth right through the back of the head mm-hmm. window mm-hmm. everyone's puking and vomiting <laughs> and it was crazy but yeah. yeah that in and of itself is like yeah that that makes sense <laughs> as to why there was such a decrease it's yeah. kind of funny um <laughs> i don't know were there any other things that you really liked or disliked about this um so mm, that's hard to say <laughs> um i i feel like we've touched a lot on what i have disliked about the movie which is just a lot in the middle that felt very unnecessary um i did at the beginning i was just very hyped up intense like you said the voiceover of all this terrible stuff happening mm-hmm. yes it transitions into this really discordant and i don't even know how to describe this music just kind of almost gross music with the police uh like radio playing in the background that you could barely hear mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the whole intro into it was very well done um so i'm gonna give him props for that and that's i guess part of why i brought up my rating is like the build-up to it was very well done 
I think the build up to this was a it was a very well done, although at a certain point it kind of like I mean if you really look at it, like it, a lot of it again, and I think my problems with it are mm-hmm. just the plot holes in this are just yeah. so like you could drive <laughs> that semi through that came at the end and hit yeah. the guy. Like you could drive them through, but the the feeling that Toby Hooper gave it visually mm-hmm. Just the visualness of it made it tense. Mm-hmm. Like any time where he had the camera just up at someone's back, it just felt like there could be, like they could get decapitated right, oh, yeah. right the hell now. Yeah. And that was like almost from the time that they were like at the at like uh, the gas station onward, mm-hmm. and maybe even before that was like, is there something going to happen now? Oh yeah. And he really, it was a very good visual sort of style of him like having this it wasn't quite it was almost voyeuristic but it wasn't mm-hmm. quite like from the killer it was clearly not from the killer's perspective mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is a very unique thing to do like like in a giallo you it's from the like the yeah. third party killer's perspective yeah. it's voyeuristic and then usually from the uh in most slashers you frame it from a sympathetic third party usually or mm-hmm. not first person but usually a sympathetic third party um per, a third person perspective uh to like the final girl or to Mm -hmm. the the people getting killed right yeah in this one this was just a very unique way of putting the camera it's just i don't know what he was trying to convey but it conveyed a sense of unease Mm -hmm. that you as the viewer i think even if the person wasn't in danger you as the viewer felt because it was just a very odd angle and I think that's, mm-hmm. to Toby Hooper's credit, I think that that is the reason why this movie was so unsettling for quite a while, mm-hmm. is because he just, like, he had standard tracking shots, he had standard yeah. shots, but then he had those shots where they were just at this weird angle. It was almost kind of like a weird documentary sense, where they left the camera rolling as they were walking to the next shot, It's kind of the vibe I got. Yeah, like someone it. was kind of, like, holding it, yeah. like, down, and then, or, or, like, the cameraman was holding it, mm-hmm. and then it was pointing up at the first, yeah. the person in front of them, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, we're going to the next shot, yeah. like, there's something happening here, mm-hmm. this is a transitory scene, and you know yeah. anything could happen yeah it mm-hmm. did feel that way except it was it was very well done that mm-hmm. i think it's my favorite thing was just hooper's visual style in this was very on point and made basically made what would otherwise be a milk toast and probably <laughs> even bad horror oh, film yeah. at least p- potentially at least memorable mm-hmm. if not good then memorable mm-hmm. uh and that's that's what I have. But yeah, the, honestly, mm-hmm. just the, the plot holes of it were like, <laughs> all right, well, first, like, one, they never do any of those things that I said they should have done, where it was like, yeah, they never tied any of this in. Oh, yeah. They set the backdrop, mm-hmm. and then they never did anything with it. And then they have, like, why are these kids going here? It didn't make, it wasn't clear for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, my grandpa might have gotten dug up. No. Oh, well, we're also going to this house to that this house? we own, question mark. Yeah, that we own, that was in the family. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We're bringing our, you know, we're bringing my, my brother who's an invalid along, mm-hmm. even though he doesn't really want to go and no one really seems to like him even the sister yeah even though she's concerned but like why'd you bring him Mm -hmm. if we're going to this like weird abandoned (laughs) house like it's just not a lot of it tracks right it's just yeah Mm. i just wish there was just a little bit more to push it over the edge to be like Mm -hmm. maybe there should have been a a turn like oh yeah maybe the old man is like a mummy or a vampire or some something like oh these are like weird inbred hillbillies from like like 
<laughs> like, the, like they're actually just like like their great grand their great great grandfather or whatever it is is just a mummy and they're all like <laughs> weird egyptian whatevers but they're also hillbilly rednecks that have just been living in texas for forever i don't oh, yeah any, any weirdness <laughs> like that would have been welcome and it would have made it better i i don't mm-hmm. know i'm just rambling at this point um <laughs> um so i will to kind of maybe draw in on that a little bit i watched a movie pretty recently called the ritual where these four guys go off into sweden which is a terrible place that one should never go yeah if midsummer taught me anything I don't seen. go to sweden because yeah. those people are crazy yeah so uh i'm gonna i guess just spoil the movie i wouldn't suggest it because it's not like a great movie um so even if you know the spoilers it's like uh it's not the end of the world because the ending is very odd um but they you know they go hiking their friend twists his leg and they're like well we could take two days hiking back to the cabin that we're gonna you know where we have our registry um or we can take a shortcut through the woods because that'll get us there today and we'll be able to you know fix his leg or whatever i felt like no yeah don't do that (laughs) yeah uh turns out that was a bad idea then they you know of course go into the woods and get killed because uh, that's how horror movies work when it's slashery, filmy, monster in the woodsy type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the buildup was very excellent, just like in this movie. I really like the buildup in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The kills were more satisfying because they had a higher budget and better special effects. And it still had that kind of drag where they spend a significant amount of time walking through the woods in lieu of you know getting chased by Leatherface. But when you get to the I am very confused by what's going on now part, it does it exceptionally well because there's more build up to it. They find a cabin in the woods. Inside that cabin in the woods is some kind of idol to an unknown evil deity that they, you know, of course, find out later. This is the deity that the people in the woods worship. People in the woods would be these creepy people in this house in Texas who are worshiping their weird mummy grandpa. I think like a, a mixture of these two movies would have been really good. You know what? It actually, that actually feels a lot like In the Earth, mm. to be honest, okay, yeah. like the ritual. It feel, It's not quite in between, but it mm-hmm. feels like it has a little bit of the elements of it because you do have in In the Earth, go back and listen to that episode, but mm-hmm. you do have almost kind of a weird killer stalking them at a yeah, certain point yeah. like once you fi- like you kind of have that weird turn where it's like ah oh, you you know he's yeah. like a bad guy so yeah. you got the sense that he was mm-hmm. but you at a point knew he yeah. was and then he stalked them for lack of a better <laughs> term uh and then other things happened but mm-hmm. you're right it does feel a lot like that i haven't seen the ritual mm-hmm. uh it's it's been sort of one of those ones that i kind of wanted to watch although i, mm-hmm. I knew most of what happened like yeah. you can't mm-hmm. honestly in this day and age i think you know, you can't really avoid spoilers <laughs> for a lot of movies. Yeah. Even, especially if you watch the trailers at all. Mm-hmm. Which, frankly, like, that's how, unfortunately, how these things are marketed. Like, ah, here's a trailer for the movie. And then, or, or like, you know, sometimes they'll have a poster and it's like, oh, this builds hype. But mm-hmm. most of the time, the default is we're going to put a trailer out there and yeah. drudge up hype. Which, I think I think our thoughts on that are in a different episode, but a different episode to be released after this episode for yes. sure. I guess pretty much what I'm saying is I completely agree with you. We need more plot around this weird family dynamic of killer things. So to get a better plot, actually, just Resident Evil Seven is pretty much um, <laughs> a more fleshed out version of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, without chainsaws. Actually, That's the there might video be chainsaws game, in. correct? Yes. Okay, because I haven't game. played the video game series. <laughs> I've only ever seen the first five Resident Evil okay, v- yeah. movies. 
Are there six now? There's six now. I think there are six, yeah. Like the six I haven't seen the out. six. I haven't seen the most recent one. Yeah. I saw all the way up to the one where there's the dude in the plane on the on the high rise. Yeah, yeah. I saw that, that one in theaters hilarious. uh in 3D actually, which was <laughs> frankly spectacular. I 100% believe that. I hope they, you know, bring those movies back to theater so I can binge them all in theaters on the big screen. Choice. How choice would that be? That would be very um, good. Honestly, like I think that that series, just as a sidebar, the Resident <laughs> Evil movie franchise, mm-hmm. honestly gets better as it goes on. <laughs> Despite getting more and more ridiculous, yes, it does. Yeah, like the first one is an okay horror film, but it's mm-hmm. kind of long. Like the things that it does, like in mm-hmm. the movie, in the world it creates, if you're not familiar with the games, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Second one's kind of like, okay, it's the same thing, but it's on a bigger and crazier scale. And yeah. then they just keep doing that. <laughs> like, yeah. all right, let's, let's up the ante yeah. and change, change the <laughs> c- scenery a bit, uh, uh, which is cool. Yeah. But anyway, like the seventh one, it's just a family in New Orleans that kills people. Oh, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. And then they build up, you know, the entire plot in the game that you under uncover is why they are the way they are. I had also mentioned kind of in the first half that mm-hmm. I think I would have probably that having also seen House of a Thousand Corpses mm-hmm. would have hurt this too. I think it did in a certain sense. Mm-hmm. Hooper's style and zombie style are actually fairly close. And I think that they both build up things very mm-hmm. well. Uh, although I think I will say if I'm going to watch a crazy killer family yeah. uh, stalking a final girl, it's 100% going to be House of a Thousand Corpses, which was frankly, I think better mm-hmm. just simply because they really did the crazy and set up the family a whole lot better. Yeah. And yeah. that's the thing like that this movie and, and even at the end, you still had the sense of what it what what just happened. Yes. You have that. Mm-hmm. But you also have good elements of not just like what happened. You have this is firmly a slasher. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it is. Like, this is also a very well-done body horror <laughs> film. Like, yeah. un- unlike, like, all the things that this tries to do, you have the mutilations, mm-hmm. you have the slashing stuff, you mm-hmm. have the what did I just watch at the yeah. end. House of a Thousand Corpses actually does all of that and does it at least in a much more cohesive way. Mm-hmm. And then presents also the family like, oh, okay, this is kind of satisfying in a mm-hmm. weird, weird, <laughs> messed up way. Yeah. Which I think to me, since you haven't seen that one, I think mm-hmm. that's why I kind of, you know, I'm kind of on the fence of like even raising my rating on this one at all. It's mm-hmm. just like how, just don't watch Texas, like watch the cool scenes, like watch the little bits, like the end or mm-hmm. maybe the beginning and you can skip a lot. Like if you edited this down, like you said, like a 30 mm-hmm. minute episode of yeah. something, it'd be great. Yeah, pretty good. But like, you don't need that. Go watch House <laughs> of a Thousand Corpses because it's better yeah. maybe. And I think people are going to hate me for saying that. But like, I feel like I enough people aren't going to hate you for saying that anymore uh, in this day and age because all of the old people don't listen to podcasts. They're on um, memory lane for uh, uh, dementia and Alzheimer's and all of the young people have watched the remake with Jessica Biel. That is true. Although I will say, and this is, I guess, maybe the, maybe the, uh, the tie-in maybe to a next week's episode is that uh, so very recently mm-hmm. Halloween Kills came out and I yes. may re- reiterate this. I've seen a very, in light of that one releasing, I have seen a lot of people revisiting Rob Zombie's remake and saying like, man, that, we didn't know how good we had it. Oh, wow. Because that was so much better than what we've got. wow. See, so (laughs) I have seen the not 
remake, but the one that precedes Halloween Kills, where um, Jamie Lee Curtis comes back and I mean, it's a girl power movie. It's that's yeah. it's a girl boss movie. movie. It's like yeah. girl boss movie, and like it was good. Jamie Lee Curtis deserves to have her girl boss moment because the original girl boss moment, which was like Halloween seventeen or twelve hundred or whatever, <laughs> was okay, and they pretty much remade that but better. So yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis gets her. I beat you this time, Mr. Myers. Not to be confused with Mike Myers, but I beat you this time, Michael. I gotcha. Um, good for her. Um, there were, you know, odd points of it. But looking back, I think the only reason I liked... I, sh- I don't know why I'm bringing this up in the Chainsaw Massacre Texans movie. Well, I had a point. I'll bring it back. It's okay. I'm sorry. The, um, I derailed us. It's not you. <laughs> Let's just keep derailing. Okay, so I liked that Halloween when it came out. I saw it in theaters by myself. I greatly enjoyed it. Looking back on it, I think I mostly enjoyed it because I wanted to. It was... A decent slasher film it was not as good as other slasher films I would probably retroactively if I could put it on par with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre as it was good I well and my point to all of that to bringing that up is mm-hmm. I think that a lot of one I think people kind of poop on Rob Zombie a little bit mm-hmm. uh, depending on what he's doing but at least especially for Halloween but I think that a lot of what it is, especially when revisiting these old uh, slashers. So up mm-hmm. until this point, I think my favorite of the ones that I have revisited or, or not revisited, but watched for the first time is definitely A Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. But that had much more, and I don't know what it is about Wes Craven horror films mm-hmm. where it's just, he just does something that gets me because Scream is one of my favorite mm-hmm. franchises yeah. of all time. I think that going back and looking at these with the rose-colored glasses of nostalgia mm-hmm. is what makes people so anti-remake about certain mm-hmm. things. And I think that the fact that, because I'm coming to it from a very unique situation of, I love horror films, Mm -hmm. I just have no connection of nostalgia to these whatsoever. I can appreciate it from a certain standpoint, Mm -hmm. but then again, I don't have the, I don't have, like you said, like, Mm -hmm. ah, I'm watching a sequel to a movie that I loved when I was Mm -hmm. younger or that I saw Mm -hmm. a long time ago. I don't have that. I just, like, Texas Chainsaw, it's a completely fresh new thing. Mm -hmm. I've seen... Not really completely fresh and new. Like, I've seen the 2003 remake. Mm -hmm. I've seen House of a Thousand (laughs) Corpses. It's not doing anything new for me. So it's not really... I'm I'm almost divorced of any kind of bias on this one other than, like, I've already seen this movie, so that's Mm -hmm. kind of a bias to the negative. What it did, however, and I think that this is the, the big thing for me, is that it actually did end up not being completely disappointing. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe speaks to the power of, yeah, if I've seen this like for the first time in theaters in 1970-whenever, uh, 74, <laughs> I mean, I probably would never have seen anything like this at the time, and mm-hmm. it probably would have shocked me and mm-hmm. would have been much scarier. So oh, yeah. that's kind of like the here and there of it, of the thing, and I think that's the, the, the really powerful thing that we can see this in almost every especially like the the uh like the star wars movies Mm -hmm. coming out and all that stuff and uh even some of like you know revisiting older like genres like or even stranger things capitalizing Mm -hmm. on the nostalgia of the 80s i'm certain here in the next little while we're probably gonna have a big 90s like and if we're not already in it like a bunch (laughs) of people redoing 90s stuff because i think they're already doing a scream series they're remaking they're doing a Mm -hmm. fourth or fifth scream 
they're doing more child's play yeah more child's think, play um, they they haven't i know what you did last summer yeah series. i just yeah. saw that I'll, like yeah. what the heck so we're entering firmly that like <laughs> 90s nostalgia sort of factor of things and i'm like i'm kind of scared for me because i'm like <laughs> i almost don't want to like it but at the same time I'm like honestly i'm looking at all these things and i'm like man those actually kind of look good <laughs> except for the i know what you did last summer that one actually looks bad i have not seen any trailers for that one i just know of its existence i i just kind of want to like throw out there so as far as nostalgia i don't like it when they remake a lot of things because i think it's kind of silly if they are going to remake something and this is why i really need to go back and give rob zombie credit where credit might be due um if you're going to remake something, it shouldn't be a photocarbon copy of the original because that's stupid. Why wouldn't I just go back and watch the original because it's the same thing shot for shot, you know, or, you know, pretty much the same thing. It's that's like when they I, do like the, like the English remakes of foreign films that yeah, do very well. It's yeah. like, why? Why do this? I, I can read subtitles. It's okay, guys. <laughs> and I haven't watched A Nightmare on Elm Street, the original. I've seen parts of it, probably like half of the movie in bits and pieces. I've seen the remake. The remake is really good. It's much darker. Than I honestly, I the one thing that this movie made me want to do, like watching A Nightmare on Elm Street, was mm -hmm. like, I do want to watch the, the new one because it looks mm -hmm. very good. It's just a different tone. Yeah. And I think that's fine. They can update the tone or whatever. Um, where was this thought going? Anyway, for a lot of the nostalgia stuff, they don't need to remake it. They don't need to bring back the series. They just need to let them die almost some things if they are good enough will survive the let the past lie where it is kind of thing i think halloween has that kind of sticking power because i saw halloween for the first time when i was in college so i was old enough to have seen a lot of horror movies up to that point um i was not young enough to be where like oh i'm i'm scared of it because you know i'm 12 years old everything's gonna scare me if it's a scary movie so i am also in kind of a pretty good situation to be like i have seen it slightly jaded not fully jaded you know x number of years later after college and after having seen the movie um it's a good movie and it deserves to have sticking power i really need to go watch rob zombie so i can give him due credit if he needs it well to be but... fair i don't expect you to <laughs> like it it's just again that's what i saw first of the mm -hmm. halloween franchise but again i really mostly brought that up as a point to illustrate mm -hmm. is that my expectations were not there to be something that they weren't and mm -hmm. this was a completely fresh canvas for me to you know to mm -hmm. be on and i again uh, to the point of like remakes and stuff and maybe even to the point of like the texas chainsaw massacre yeah. like it was a very different tone of movie mm -hmm. like the the 2003 version is firmly a slasher mm -hmm. with some frankly very tense scary slasher mm -hmm. moments yeah with decent kills leatherface is honestly just as frightening if not more frightening in mm -hmm. the 2003 version than he is here mm -hmm. the thing that T toby hooper's version that we've been not talking about <laughs> for the past like 10 minutes i don't see anything wrong is, with that is that honestly i think toby hooper really just did have a vision and he did some cool things that i honestly i've probably seen before because people mm -hmm. have imitated it but yes. like they looked really good in this setting mm -hmm. he did a very good job mixing those distinct visual styles together mm -hmm. and doing this new thing where I, and i think that's why i think that this movie has had the staying powers because the the raw talent visual talent of mm -hmm. hooper is what did it not the story it's not even like cause i mean there were the kills weren't even like they were almost not on screen pretty much yeah like the most like horrific thing that happened i guess was well one franklin but mm -hmm. even that, you didn't see a lot. It was mm -hmm. just kind of like, ah, oh, I popped up and now yeah. I'm stabbing with the chainsaw. But mm -hmm. there was the uh, 
uh, throwing the the first girl, Pam, I think, on the hook. Yeah. That was like probably the most visceral thing. Mm-hmm. And even that was kind of tame. Mm-hmm. It's like they, they do that in the second one or in the remake. And I'm assuming they just show it. And they like, I mean, like at a certain point, like they like try to like pull the guy off oh of it and stuff. And it's gosh, like, it's like yeah. sounds and, and, yeah. and, and everything. Ugh. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> nasty. I think that it was good for what it was mm-hmm. but i honestly i'd probably never revisit it frankly i don't feel like this movie had other than for what it did well like all the shots but you can find those in other movies that he's done i yeah. feel like this one doesn't have staying power for me i think this the sleeping dog can lie i should have just watched the remake honestly and, and i'll give you i'll give you i'll give us two ratings actually before we go into ratings mm-hmm. uh do you have any movies that you would want to double feature with this movie I, I i don't know that i would really want to double feature this movie with something only because after having watched it and gone all right this middle part's dragging a whole lot i would be done watching movies if i did have to double feature it with something it would be a much faster pace i would almost do like indiana jones just to like pick up the action and have it move a little bit faster yeah, honestly, I I think that that's the that's the right play there because I honestly in my mind my gut was like it just needs to be some action mm-hmm. film. Honestly, I would almost pair this with like another sort of mindless fun action movie as a palate cleanser almost. Not even a palate cleanser, just like change of pace like like Crank. Dude, or like Ultraviolet with what's her name? Oh, Milo Jovovich. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. stupid futuristic one with a bike that rides on buildings. I would or watch or just back. to take it back a little bit to kind of give it the same sepia tone. Uh, whichever Resident Evil was in the desert, the third ah, one, I think. I think the third one, yeah, where they get they blow up the truck at the end. Yeah, uh, where it's like, yeah. oh yeah, we're Resident Evil, but we're also Mad Max. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. That, yeah, I think this needs to be paired with an action film because it is so slow for a oh, while. Yeah like comparatively when mm-hmm. like legitimately 20 minutes of it is just a chase scene <laughs> yes but nothing happens in it <laughs> anyway so i guess with that what are we gonna rate this um i have brought it up i was debating giving it a 2.5 but i think i'm gonna drop it just a little bit to a 2.4 which is going up but not a huge amount i i, I want to bring it up a bit for what it did but honestly mm-hmm. like i i don't i think i'm gonna keep it at a two mm-hmm and I think I've made all my reasons as to why I'm going to keep mm-hmm. it a two. My second rating, I think, is I'm going to rate the 2003 version because I'd seen it a long time ago. And I actually mm-hmm. went back and I rewatched it after watching this one. Oh, okay, I'm like, nice. oh, I just want to revisit it because I've seen it. Uh, I would honestly give that one like it's not anything special to write home about when it comes to a slasher film. But in comparison, it does a lot more with the lore. Mm-hmm. It does a lot more with the family. It creates much more... It create the characters that it has in the film. It creates a lot more sort of like ah, I I really want this person to survive. Mm-hmm, Where in mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw the original, like it really didn't. You just it was almost <laughs> the more like I'm just trying. I'm just rooting for this person because my adrenaline's going. Yeah, sort of thing. Not mm-hmm. because I like this character. And in mm-hmm. fact, even like the final girl, she was kind of a she's kind of an <laughs> asshole to Franklin. Yeah. And Franklin was really the only character that you felt sorry for, and he mm-hmm. died like way early. <laughs> yep. Uh, but they, they created at least like a, a thing where it was, again, it was more of a formulaic slasher. I would almost give that one a 3.5. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't quite say four. It's edging on a four. So, you know, what? I'm going to do, I'm going to do you, I'm going to do a fractional. It was, it was a 3.75. 3.75. Whereas this one was a two. Like it did a lot of great things that mm-hmm. Hooper, that I just really like that Hooper did. 
but that wasn't enough to drag it up from being like just a generic slasher film the only thing i'm going to toss in at the end is there has been a surgence of like scary video games made by you know the indie developers that are based on movies like this one Mm -hmm. uh like you know power drill massacre or whatever i think they actually have just a friday the 13th game yeah they do where it's like oh one of you plays as uh, jason and the rest of you are the are the teens (laughs) they do have that one but like specifically in these ones it is i guess also technically in the friday the 13th one but that one's team based specifically in these ones it's like it's got the grainy old style camera footage and it's got the ridiculous plot and it's got sometimes weird camera angles i think movies of that era sometimes work better as these cheesy kind of video games that are an homage to that only because it puts you in the role of a person playing the game and as soon as you're making decisions it's more it's way scary i honestly i am a chicken shit i cannot play Mm -hmm. those games i am too scared (laughs) dude i love them i I like watching people play them honestly like i i honestly would enjoy someone playing a texas chainsaw massacre game game. yeah more than i would enjoy watching the movie Mm -hmm. and that would be absolutely horrifying if you know they put you in cramped corners they give you no items and as soon as it gets to you you're dead i mean it's got a chainsaw now this would have been a better video game or episode of a television show yeah yeah i i agree yeah i guess if you don't have anything else, uh, I'm good to go. Cool. Well, we will see you uh, in the next one. And just remember, next week, I will be, just as an announcement, I will be releasing, actually, on Halloween. So I'll be releasing a day early on mm-hmm. Sunday, mm-hmm. since that is Halloween itself, mm-hmm. but uh, on the 31st. So uh, one other thing, too, I guess if you've been enjoying Spooky Season, mm-hmm. um, I, I probably will do more horror films outside of Spooky Season, but if you like the content, stay tuned for more. We've got more spooky, and for those of you who don't like the spooky content, we've got normal things coming up that are not quite so spooky. <laughs> not so, as spooky. Not as spooky. Not as spooky. Well, I'm here, so it's pretty spooky, and I'm pretty, it's pretty awful to listen to me, <laughs> honestly, but uh we've got that coming up so without further ado we will see you in the next one peace what's your favorite scary movie they will say that i have shed innocent blood what's blood for if not for shedding it's showtime. Welcome to Fright Night. What do we do? Why don't we just wait here for a little while? See what happens. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. We're going to meet death now! (laughs) The living dead! I would rather take my chances as a supernaturally possessed doll. It's less complicated. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Do you want to die, Sydney? I am Dracula. There is nothing to worry about. I'm your number one fan. All music used in this episode is produced by Young Carts and used with license.